Halloween. I'm <laughs> so excited to throw 13 spooky episodes at y'all. Um, guys, you're going to want to tune in nightly for the rest of October from some uh, paranormal discussions. Yes, we are going to be changing our topics every night, so you're not going to want to miss any of our episodes that we come out with. But today's episode is all about the number 13. So if you've ever had a question as to why 13 gives you the heebie-jeebies or freaks you out, we're going to try and solve this mystery for you tonight. Mm-hmm. So actually, 10% of the United States population have a fear of the number 13. And really, I feel like the percentage is actually higher than 10, personally. Yeah, I feel like everyone you talk to and you say number 13, everyone's like, yee. Right. I've never had an interaction with someone who was like, okay, like, I'm fine with being on the 13th floor. or I'm fine with, you know, the total at the grocery store coming out to $13. Like, I've never met anyone whose favorite number was 13 or wanted to live Taylor in apartment Swift. 13. This is her favorite number 13? Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13 because she was born on, like, some some date 13. October 13th. Really? Some, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Hmm. Her favorite number is 13. <laughs> so, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Maybe Maybe that's actually episode. the devil reincarnated as Taylor Swift. D- don't come after my girl like that. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> I, I love Taylor Swift. I'm just saying. You never know. Maybe we should just name this episode Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is that song? Look What You Made Me Do. <laughs> There's some there's some song of hers that we can uh, we can make. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of all of her songs that she had on like the Reputation thing. I can't think of any. Did you ever Not see right Taylor Swift in concert? Um, actually, yes. I did too. Big I Spring saw Jam. Her. What? 2006, something like. That. Are you serious? <laughs> she came to Big yeah, Spring like, Jam. Yeah, one of her like first ever like. Um, obviously not a headliner, because if anyone mm-hmm. is from where we are from, back home in Alabama, then um, you know what Big Spring Jam is. Uh, and I, not headliners, not really big people are there, except for Taylor Swift, but she was also, like, teardrops on my guitar person still. So Destiny's she was Child very, came very to very Big new. Spring Jam. Really? Yeah. That's where I saw Red, Jump Up, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, loved them, and Framing Hanley, and I listened to a Lollipop, or Candy Store, whatever that, like, 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 like Lollipop, <laughs> inappropriate song, Bring but I thought back. it was so cool. <laughs> oh, I miss Big Spring Jam. You could pay, like, ten bucks, and you were at, like, a freaking music festival. Little went. 12-year-olds running around, like, we ruled the area. <laughs> no, and- I went to Taylor Swift's Red Tour when she was, um, <gasps> when Ed Sheeran opened for her. That Dang, was, frick, what? Mm-hmm, that was the Man. best concert, I think that, well, I wouldn't say it's, like, the best concert I've ever been to, but the performance it was like broadway basically like 
the performance. Ed Sheeran is insane in concert. I have seen him live, Mm -hmm. and holy crap, it was just him. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what the frick? Yeah, I had no idea that like he was a one man band until I saw him on stage. Because I went to the concert like "Mm, Ed Sheeran, gross. Like he was fine, but I wasn't like impressed with him at all. But then when I realized he does it all by himself, I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh my god, like this guy's pretty cool. He's awesome. Yeah. You know my sisters met him before? Really? Like, super crazy occurrence. They stayed in the same freaking hotel one time. I think you have told me that. Yep. There's a That's picture of fun. her, Ed Sheeran, and one of her friends from college all on their PJs by a oh bar. My God. Fun fact. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we got on this whole topic because, yes, Taylor mm-hmm. Swift's favorite number is number 13. And if this yes. is named something like, look what you made me do, or <laughs> Taylor can't come to the phone right now, why? Because she's dead, then you know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not because copyrighted. So. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyways, we're just going to cut all of this out. <laughs> so, okay, back to the number 13. So, this phobia that exists around the number 13 it actually results in financial losses of around $800 million annually. Because think about it, people on like the 13th day of the month, especially on Friday the 13th, they just avoid, they avoid everything. They avoid getting on airplanes, they avoid getting on boats, they don't want to book hotels on that day. Sometimes there's people that won't even drive their car. And I read that statistically work call-outs are higher on this day. People don't want to get married or have a 13 as their anniversary. So the world actually, or the United States actually, loses a lot of money because of this fear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when you stay at a hotel, usually there's like no number 13 in the hotel. Like if you look at the elevator, there isn't a number 13. It goes from like 12 to 14. Mm-hmm. Or the and, floor. Yeah. And the rooms in hotels, like room 13, like that usually doesn't exist either. But, you know, like what causes this fear? Yeah. It's usually, it's really interesting because it's usually just Americans that are fearful of the number 13. Like in Asia, they don't really mind the number 13. Their superstition lies with the number four. Yeah. I read that too. I read that the number four, the way, um, that they say it sounds the same or sounds very closely to the word death. Whoa. So that's that's why they don't really like the number four. Jeez. But Sorry, number four. In tonight's episode, we're actually going to talk about thirteen instances or thirteen reasons um, when the number thirteen has proved itself unfavorable. Reasons that the number thirteen is unlucky, and. Mm-hmm. The first one um, that came up when we were researching the number 13 was um, from a biblical standpoint. If you know anything about, like, the Bible or the religions that surround the Bible, you've probably heard of the Last Supper. There were 13 people in that were said to be in attendance at that supper, and it was, um, like, supposedly the last meal before... Jesus um, was crucified and the 13th person to arrive at that supper was Judas and he was the one that actually was said to betray Jesus and get him captured so that's one reason yeah similar to that there's a Norse legend that has 12 gods sitting down to a banquet when the 13th god who was uninvited 
Loki, shows up and Loki eventually went on to murder all the other gods and cause a lot of other chaos. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting that you have like those two things, like the whole Norse legend and then Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's some odd like reflections. Yeah, I've noticed some trends that match. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's also like the legend that a hangman's noose traditionally contained thirteen turns to it. Um, everything that I could find was actually it's more like eight turns um but originally they or the legend has it was that it contained 13 and there's also it was also said that there was 13 steps to the gallows too so like 13 steps to death wow another one is apollo 13 if you're familiar with space at all you might have heard of apollo 13 which was a um what is it called a successful failure Mm-hmm. Is that what they called it? Um, so if you're familiar with Apollo 13, you know that um, it was uh, a mission to go to the moon, and it actually failed after an oxygen tank in the service module um, blew up. And the crew did not go to the moon. Instead, they looped around the moon and returned safely to Earth, which is why it's considered a successful um, mission, but a failure because they didn't actually get to do the criteria that was made for it. Um, But, yeah, they had to live inside of the lunar module, I think. I'm Mm -hmm. so rusty on my space knowledge. (laughs) I could not. Um, But they had to live in there. And from what I remember, um, the lunar module was only made for two men. And if you know anything about Apollo program, there's three guys inside of the capsule. Um, So it was a lot of... um, trying to figure out in engineering how to help these guys mission control actually laid out all of the items inside the capsule every little thing that they had from duct tape to screws to like socks whatever and they tried to figure out what they could do to like create something that could help the um, astronauts on their way back to earth and they all survived which is crazy there's a movie about it too mm-hmm. that you can watch but apollo 13 yep and then didn't we like skip 13 on the um shuttle program i can't purposely. confirm that off the top of my head <laughs> i think <laughs> I <cannot. laughs> oh my gosh well it's okay we're never going back but, <laughs> um i'm pretty sure that there is no number 13 and if you freaking know space don't come at me bro okay um but i'm pretty sure there's no number 13 and they went to like letters and numbers but i don't think it's ever been said because of apollo 13 but I feel like that's the reason why. Superstition. Here. I've got it pulled up now. List of <laughs> yeah, space like, shuttle Google. missions. I've got to know. Look up STS-13. I bet it doesn't exist. It it pulled up this long... Oh, gosh. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 41B. So they stopped at yep. 9. Yep. Mm-hmm. See? Mm. And then it goes to these weird numbers. And it's like has to do with like the date that it goes and like the month and Yeah, and like whatever. The, landing side or the launch yeah yeah, yeah but remember. really it's because they remembered they got to nine and they were like oh shit we can't go to 13 because that happened last time um <laughs> anyways yeah and so also it was once believed that a coven was made up of exactly 13 members so this whole time we thought we were a coven but we're actually missing 11 people <laughs> we need 11 more friends so um if there's 
11 of you guys <laughs> out there that would like to form send a Send in your resumes. Yes, we'll, send we'll us your resume at morebooseplease at gmail.com. Uh, PLZ, by the yes, way. PLZ. Um, <laughs> uh, there's also an old superstition that says if you have 13 letters in your name, you're bound to have the devil's luck, which M-E-A-G-H-A-N. I have 12. I've already counted. Arcade, or do I go with McLaughlin? Oh. I don't know. Did either of those come out to 13? M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. Close. Nope. Not me. I am not. But some notable people who have, if you consider the first and last name, um, are Charles Manson, Jack Mm -hmm. the Ripper, Mm -hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer, Theodore Bundy. And if you don't recognize Theodore Bundy, it's Ted Bundy (laughs) for those who are uneducated. Um, Albert De Salvo all contain 13 letters and I know what you're going to say guys but that's not their middle name included I didn't include my middle name either I'm just saying look at the look at it okay mm-hmm. those guys they're all like house they shouldn't be household names <laughs> they are <laughs> they are household <laughs> names <laughs> sadly they're household names but um, we all know who they are and what they did bad guys anyways <laughs> also in numerology The number 12 is considered to be the representation of, like, perfection. So they felt like by trying to add more to, like, this perfect thing, it was considered greedy and it calls for punishment. So next, obviously, after 12 Hmm. would be 13. So they felt like it was greedy to go past the number 12. And now we've got, like, infinite numbers, so. Mm -hmm. Whoops. Super greedy. (laughs) Typical. That's how humans are. Anyways, um, in the late 1800s, there was a group called the uh, 13 Club. Their purpose was to debunk the legend that seating 13 people at a table would result in death of one of them in the year to follow. They met on the 13th of the month and had dinner 13 people to a table, and to make matters worse, they purposely spilled salt on the table without throwing it over their shoulders. That's my kind of party. How horrible are these people? Um, (laughs) They also fined members who showed up late 13 cents. Could you imagine if you got a fine that was only for 13 cents? I'd be freaking like speeding every day. Just kidding. I wouldn't. Um, (laughs) Members of the club included five presidents. Benjamin Harrison, Grover Cleveland, William McKinley, Theodore Roosevelt, and Chester A. Arthur. That's really weird that you're talking about Grover Cleveland because we were just yes. talking about Grover we Cleveland last night were. and I've not thought Isn't about him so since weird? middle school. Do you know the do you know the song? That's very weird. Um for like the presidents. George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James yeah. Okay. My <laughs> Yeah, but I don't really know it that well because okay, so fun fact about Hillary. I was homeschooled and my mom had like these CDs to like remember things like that, but it was set to like Vivaldi's songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's how I learned my presidents. But yeah, Grover Cleveland, just fun fact, his first lady or his second first lady was the youngest first lady. And ever his first first lady was so his freaking sister. Was... But not in a weird way. In a way because yes. apparently you have to have a first lady. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that was a role. Like, yeah, super important. Like the, oh, what are they? The um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the hospitality, you know, like nineteen fifties housewife (laughs) that welcomes you with a pie in their hand. Um, but with the presidents, one thing that's noteworthy is that two of these presidents were actually shot and one fatally 
Um, and if you're keeping track, Chester Arthur only became president because he was vice president when Garfield was assassinated. On Friday, October 13th in 1972, this was considered a bad day in the history of aviation. That's the day that the Air Force Flight 571 crashed and it killed 29 people. And on the exact same day that that happened, 174 people were killed when another plane crashed in a lake about a kilometer Jeez. from the run- runway. So, I don't know if you want to do the math, but 174 plus 29, that's how many people died in one day. 203. Um, I think three airplanes. <laughs> Whoa, look at you. I hope I'm math right. Um, <laughs> on January 13th, 1939, a bushfire tore through Australia's Victoria province, killing 36 people in one day. This Black Friday fire was deadly icing on top. Of a terrible fire season for the province. According to Australian Emergency Management, a total of 71 people died that January and 75% of the state was affected by the flames. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really sad. Not that they're, it's all not really sad, but that's just really sad. This next one was actually a case that I learned about because when I first started college, I started as a psychology major, and this is one of the cases that like every single psychology major has to like study. It was one of New York's most brutal and notorious murders, and it occurred on Friday the 13th. It was actually March 13th in 1964, and there was a bar manager, her name was Kitty Genovese, and she was stabbed and raped by a stranger. And this attack took over half an hour. Like, it kept going, kept going, and kept going. And it was reported that 38 people witnessed the attack, and they didn't call the police. They just watched it happen for 30 minutes. And basically the way they taught it to us, and if you've ever got, like, CPR certified or anything like that, you're supposed to, like, if there's an emergency, you're supposed to look at somebody, make eye contact, and say, you call 911, because everybody will be in such shock that nobody will, like, think to call. Yeah, they'll just watch. Um, And this is called the bystander effect. And it's just when people fail to act in a situation because they assume uh-huh. someone else will do it. Like, the way it was explained to me is she was, like, in a dark, like, parking lot. And there was, like, a hotel or an apartment with, like, balconies over. And people were standing on their balconies just watching it happen, assuming that the police were coming. But nobody, like, actually stepped up and was like, I'll be the one to call or I'll be the one to stop it. So I, 38 people just watched this That's lady die. really sad. Um, the next one mm-hmm. is Alfred Hitchcock would have turned 100 on Friday the 13th. Hitchcock's work as a director was dark and often spooky, from murderous psycho to the creepy rear window and the obsessive vertigo. And number 13 of the 13 reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> 13 is scary. Um, there is an unnamed boy uh, in 2010 on August 13th, and he was struck by lightning in England, and the time was 1.13, which is 13.13 military time, and he was 13 years old when he was struck. Um, He suffered a minor burn, and he was taken to the hospital, um, where he was expected to make a full recovery. They didn't name him, so there was really no, like, end of the story, but there was, like, seven 13s involved in him getting struck by lightning. Some notable Mm -hmm. mentions, guys. Tupac died on Friday the 13th. Super sad. And something mm-hmm. that is affecting us all currently, right now. COVID-19 closed America on Friday the 13th. 
in March. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Basically, everybody that I know. Yeah, was their I, last remember day of right, this I remember right. I remember March thirteenth, and then everyone like. Mm-hmm. My boss coming around and being like, oh my gosh. I- More booze, please, fashion. We are going to talk about a place that you could once get alcohol at, and that's in Boot, Montana, and that's Club 13. And it's nestled with eight other pubs, and it's about a block away from North Main Street. Club 13 was built around 1883, so it's super old, and was originally known as the Milwaukee Beer Hall which was a local watering hole that drew in very wealthy business. Its customers are often upper-class businessmen that would stop stop in for a drink after work or when they just needed to take a break from the hustle and bustle of their jobs. Not unlike the other saloons nearby, Milwaukee Beer Hall also doubled as a brothel. The ladies that were employed by the brothel would generally stay and spend their time on the second floor of the building and then if the men were lonely after they've had a couple drinks they would then go upstairs and accompany them there the women of the brothel were not allowed downstairs Hmm. and they were only allowed to interact with the men who came to them upstairs which is important when i get further into the story Because of the nature of this business, it is believed that multiple women died in this building. It could be for a number of reasons, whether they um, got a disease from their clients or during childbirth or there were some cases of self-inflicted abortions, um, drug overdoses, or abusive customers. There was just a number of ways during that time. Um, where the women couldn't necessarily protect themselves. Um, So it's fair to speculate that the spirits of some of these women are still waiting for their time to cross over and they're kind of lingering in this building. Now, most of the paranormal activity that occurs here happens on the second floor. So we should suspect that it's probably the women that were employed there. And now it's actually a pool hall. And when I first read this, I like my brain immediately thought that it was like a swimming pool or like a bathhouse or something. No, it's like you're in a shoot pool, like a pool table hall. Um, definitely not somewhere you would go swimming. But people have reported smelling strong, like old fashioned perfume, and the jukebox will turn itself on. I read that it plays the same song over and over, but I couldn't figure out what song that was but they assume that it's probably like a favorite of one of the ghosts that hang out there a lot of the employees and customers that would frequent the club so that you can often hear like faint laughing or like gossip and it's like flowing through the air like it's just like you can hear it in passing there's also four cameras at club 13 that are on 24 hours a day seven days a week and these cameras would have sightings of like mist and sometimes apparitions and as you can imagine with like older buildings like this one it was in desperate need to be renovated so in 2007 the owners that took over at that time began to like give the property a facelift and they believed that because they were like investing time and energy into the property they were like waking the building up So they think that they also woke up some of the spirits of the women as well because there was a lot of paranormal activity that happened during that time. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but Club 13 actually closed. I googled it, and according to Google, it's permanently closed. 
And then I searched them on Facebook, and their last post was in 2011, so I don't know if they closed due to, like, the building just being, like, so far out of control, because it was so, I mean, 1883. Yeah, super old. Really, really old, or if the paranormal activity just got to be too much. I don't know, but it's no longer open, and that makes me sad, because it sounds cool. Yeah, it does sound cool. Sounds scary. Mm -hmm. Sounds spooky. Yeah. Um, so... so Something, whoa, that was weird. I said so at the same time. <laughs> Have we seen a little TikTok thing where people try to guess the, like, the, the word that they're thinking about on the count of three? No. No? You're supposed to do it with your significant other, and you're supposed to be like, one, two, three, and then you say a word. Oh. Should we try? I feel like that'd be way too easy. Yes, let's Ready? do it. One, one two. One, two, three. Ghost. Zaxby's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not a significant other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you eating Never Zaxby's? Mind. No. Is that not the cup you have? No. Oh, I thought it was a Zaxby's. <laughs> no. I went for the easy guess, Hillary. <laughs> I know, but I was like, what is she really thinking about right now? <laughs> okay, well, um,. Y'all try that with your significant other and see if they can do better than Zaxby's and Ghost. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, um, something we're going to be doing for the next 13 days is each episode we're going to kind of try to link a movie that is in the same theme, concept, whatever, um, avenue as the, the theme. So today was the number 13. And there's a few movies out there that surround the number 13, but, you know, the number one movie we should talk about. Everyone knows it. It's Friday the 13th. Of course. When was the first time you ever saw Friday the 13th? I was three years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, it's like, I can remember it clear as day. I was sitting, like, I was so little, I could fit in the recliner beside my dad. And according to him, like, my legs were shaking, and I was shaking, and he was like, do you want me to turn this off? And I was like, no. <laughs> wow. Well, um, no. the first time I saw Friday the 13th was actually at a cheerleading sleepover, and I will never forget that ever oh in my, my life. Um, mm -hmm. So I cheered when I was a kid for a really long time. I was really bad at it, and I don't know why my parents didn't make me quit earlier than they did, but... Um, I was on this one team, and we actually were celebrating because we were actually pretty good, and we made it to, like, a championship game, or I don't even know what it's called, competition in North Carolina, and we did really well. We actually got disqualified, though, because we did some illegal tricks, so thank you, North Carolina cheer competition that disqualified a whole bunch of 10-year-olds, assholes. <laughs> um, but anyways... Uh, <laughs> Our coach had a really good, cool farm in um, Alabama, and there was, like, three acres of land in front of her house, and then it was just, like, this house in the middle of, like, nowhere, it felt like, as a kid, at least. And it was halloween theme. Her whole house was decorated as Halloween. There was horses. They had set up this really cool, like, hayride, spooky hayride thing. Yeah. Terrified me. I do not like scary things, surprisingly. I know I love ghost stuff, but, like, you can't catch me watching a scary movie. I screamed the whole time. I'm in, like, a spooky maze. And um, I remember, for some reason, they decided, okay, a whole bunch of 10-year-old girls, let's watch Friday the 13th. Um, and that was the first time I ever saw it. We were in the living room sleeping. I tried to stay asleep, couldn't do it, and cried the whole time that Friday the 13th mm -hmm. was playing under my blanket <laughs> while all the other girls made fun of me, I'm sure. And, um, yeah, 
super terrifying moments. I literally can remember everything from that night because I was so mad at everyone because I hated it all. Our coach actually pretended that some man chased her into the house and I literally <laughs> bawled my eyes out. Oh my goodness. She had to pull me to the other room and tell me it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> can't remember their names, can't remember their faces, but yeah, it was the first time I ever saw Friday the 13th. So if you haven't watched it, you should check it out. Yes, it's a good I feel classic. like everybody remembers their first time. Yeah. Where were you with when Friday you watched the 13th. Friday the 13th? Yeah. It does have, like, the scariest scene ever. Like, the last scene in the lake. Yeah, when he freaking jumps out. Are mm-hmm. you freaking kidding That's me? That's, like, the scariest moment of any movie of all My time. Hey, Ozzy. Um, yeah, that... That is what scared me the most, I think, out of the whole movie was when he jumped back. I thought it was over. I was like, oh my gosh, I can I can look again. And then, <laughs> ah! <laughs> Jeez. So, this was our episode about the number 13. Maybe it's been insightful. Yeah, it was maybe fun. You learned something. It was a different kind of yeah. theme for us to go with. So, Not it was interesting to research. And it's something that we'll all encounter. Everybody's going to encounter the number 13. Yeah, everyone has, so. like, a number 13. Something that happened on the 13th. I have a tattoo that I got on the 13th. Hey. <laughs> um, I actually was got it, it on... No, it wasn't. But you know when I got it? Freaking yeah. March 13th. Like a freaking idiot. Ooh. March 13th, 2020. I got it. <laughs> oh, I'm dumb. Uh, yeah, but... I'm good. So, um, we are going to be doing 13 days of Halloween, 13 days of paranormal, 13 days of podcasts from more mm-hmm. booze, please. So tune in tomorrow to hear, um, we kind of touched a little bit about, you know, what our next topic is going to be. If you watch Friday the 13th, you can kind of maybe guess mm-hmm. what we're going to be talking about in the next episode. Um, but while we have you here, if you don't mind, maybe you can go give us a like or follow on Instagram at More Booze, please. If you have a ghost story and maybe your first time watching Friday the 13th and you want to share, you can always email us at moreboozepleaseplz at gmail.com. And we are on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those good things. Go give us a review on Apple. Yeah, but only good reviews. We don't like bad reviews. Just give us good reviews. And we're also on TikTok. If you want to see us, us, like make a fool of ourselves. And um, (laughs) 